Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to the Scorecard. Many doubted we'd ever see it. Where we focus on Chicagoland and national golf news. And here it is. The return to glory. Can't help but think of the long one he made in San Diego to pick up his first PGA Tour win in style. Here it comes. Here it watch out comes. And there's no doubt about it. The bear has come out of hibernation. With your hosts, score golf expert and editor of Chicago District Golfer Magazine, Barry Cronin. Well, here it comes. Oh my goodness. And Mike Esposito. In your life have you seen anything like that? Johnny, that's better than most. How about in? It is better than most. Better than most. Presented by Chicago District Golfer Magazine on 670 The Score and Odyssey Station. And good morning, everybody, and welcome into Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. Welcome into The Scorecard presented by Chicago District Golfer Magazine. We are here every Saturday morning for you from 6 to 8, and we are glad to be with you this week alongside Barry Cronin. Barry is the editor of Chicago District Golfer Magazine. I am Mike Esposito, and Barry, I, I for one, am excited that we are going to have a summer-like day today, and I bet you, I just bet you, that our golfers out there are excited about that as well. I think they're fired up, Mike. I think they're fired up. It's been a long Winter, we've had a few nice days here and a couple of nice days in March and and April, but uh, today it's going to be 80, which will be awesome. Shorts weather, they call it. Uh, the kids call it. So we can <laughs> we, we can uh, chuck the uh, the old long pants and uh, be glad to be outside. And exactly. there you go. Oh my, there you go. Wow. That's Thank awesome. you, Adam. Thank you, Adam Sadzinski, our producer for the. Uh, cooling the gang there but yeah it's uh it's get it's gonna be a great one uh we are looking forward to getting out and uh hopefully you are too hopefully you're on your way to your tea time or soon will be and uh we are here to uh entertain you uh lots going on as always in the world of golf barry and uh we've got uh, a, a big show with lots of different guests coming on uh including um our friend steve burkowski from golf channel uh, he'll tell us what's going on down at the Valspar Championship, which I understand you were at earlier this week down uh, in the Tampa Bay area. Yes, that was uh, it was good. Yeah, we went down, take a little look at the tournament down there, you know, get ready for our own event up here at the at the John Deere uh, in July because uh, everything is changing 
Mm-hmm. Um, Mike, you know, with regard to the uh, with the with the regard to the uh, pandemic protocols, et cetera, and the vaccine and what's changing, and so uh, so we kind of went down there just to get eyeballs on on how the operations are going. And uh, I have to say, we thought I thought, wow, I'm going to leave Chicago. It's going to be great. I'll be getting out of town. And of course, it was I left Monday. And it was about 75 degrees in Chicago, and mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. about the same, a little bit warmer in Florida. But uh, anyway, so I, but uh, it was great to be down there in uh, Sun Splash, Florida. It was it was terrific, and of course they're doing a great job down at Valspar. That's a really well run event. It's a beautiful golf course uh, there at the Innisbrook Resort, and uh, designed by a uh, Chicagoan, Larry Packard, many many years ago. Uh, terrific place uh, in the uh, the area. I, I lived down there when I was a, a young lad working for a newspaper down there, and it was okay. uh, it's really really come a long way, uh, grown quite a bit, and uh, come a lot more refined and sophisticated than it was when I was there. So yeah. it's all good. Well, it, all good, and uh, certainly good to uh, to get out and about and and travel. We have not. Uh, I have not personally uh, left. Uh, the state, uh, since all this started, I am excited to do so uh, as soon as uh, we, we just got our second round uh, the other last week. So I will be excited to do that. Um, but uh, in terms of the tournament, uh, Keegan Bradley and Sam Burns are 12 under par. They are tied for first after the first two rounds. Uh, they've got a four-shot lead uh, on three different golfers. Glover, Homa, and Hoffman are there at eight under par. So they... They have kind of uh, gone on out and uh, hit, and I and I did see uh, Barry last night. the 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 way Keegan Bradley got there was was the old hundred yard eagle on eighteen. That's not too bad, <laughs> right? Nothing wrong with that, and I and he didn't even know it went in the hole until the crowd went wild. and And they and they do have pretty good crowds out there, which is which yeah. is terrific. Um, so uh, yeah. It was good. Good for him, and uh, he hadn't done much in the last few years. He's kind of been getting his game back, and that Sam Burns. Uh, 63. You know he's got an enormous amount of talent out of out LSU, and um, you know he's he's kind of an off and on type of player. But when he gets hot, he's terrific. Um, and you know, of course, um, uh, Zach Johnson, the two-time uh, major champion, is uh, tied for sixth. And uh, Dustin Johnson and Paul Casey, mm-hmm. uh, T33, and Justin Thomas, T41, two under par. So. Uh, they're behind, but those guys can catch up. And Paul Casey's going for his uh, third in a row, a three-peat. Look and, at that. Uh, so the drama is building on that. Um, sadly, a couple of our couple of our heroes, uh, Patrick Reed and Phil Mickelson, missed the cut. Yeah, they yeah. shot even par, and they didn't quite make it. And uh, and also our guy Doug Gim, even par, mm-hmm. didn't make it. And Kevin Streelman, two over, didn't make it. Uh, so. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, there's always another week, and. Uh, you know, there's that off-course money you got to make too. You well, know? and 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 the the one person certainly. Well, I'm I'm guessing none of them are exactly hurting for money, but I, I'm sure Phil <laughs> no. Mickelson will uh, be just fine with uh, with missing the cut this weekend. Financially, I'm talking about. He may not right. like it. I did see some comments uh, that he made after his round. Uh, just you know, he's. He's just not uh, he's not in a good spot right now in terms of his game, and I know, uh, you know he's he's uh, you know he's working on it. But he this was not his week uh, again, and uh, Phil Mickelson uh, missed the cut along with uh, the guys that you mentioned. Uh, I should mention Barry, we're broadcasting live from the 670 The Score Hyundai Studios, brought to you by your local. 
Hyundai dealers. If you'd like to interact with the show, we'd love to have you at 312-644-6767. That is the text line. That is also uh, the phone line. It's both. It's two-in-one. And the tech zone brought to you by Rosen Hyundai of Algonquin. Save time. Shop online at RosenHyundai.com. So we've got the Valspar Championship uh, down in in, uh, Tampa, uh, actually in in Tarpon Springs, uh, Florida, near Tampa. Um, I did want to ask you, too, though, Barry, because you mentioned uh, having been down there and having fans back. So how did they do that? I know you mentioned the John Deere Classic, which is coming up here in a few months. But um, as they get as as, you know, this uh, PGA Tour gets back to uh, having fans, we've seen it uh, at other places, obviously. But how was it? What was your experience like? Was it uh, fairly normal outside of the mask? And I'm going to guess the masses were not there as well, right? Yeah, I, I wasn't there for. I came home uh, Thursday evening, and I, I okay. didn't go to the. Uh, I didn't go to the event on Thursday. Um, but we just were kind of down looking at operation stuff Monday through Wednesday. But um, I have to say, uh, people on the news and people in Illinois hear about Florida, and they're horrified. Oh no, Florida is 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 open and all this and. And, you know, people were wearing masks um, around the golf course. You know, all the tour, PGA Tour people, I mm-hmm. think they're under orders. The tour is very strict. And when you were indoors, there was a mask requirement. And, of course, when you're outdoors, um, not so much. Some people were wearing them. Some people were not. And I think um, there's been a lot of uh, uh, media over the last couple of weeks that, uh, well, you know, if you, if you're outdoors, you don't need to wear a mask because the, you know, it's, it's a ventilation situation. Of course, there's been that talk for over a year that you don't really need a mask outside, mm-hmm. but I know there's a dispute. So I, you know, it's not worth arguing about, but, um, yeah, it, it just seemed like, uh, it was, it was pretty normal. And I think it was, it's getting more normal. I don't know if you, some people watched the Zurich tournament last week yeah. in new mm-hmm. Orleans and, and again, people were looking at the crowd saying, oh, no, nobody has a mask on. And so uh, that's, uh, that's uh, you know, it's changing a little bit. You can sense that the, that the public is changing. And I'll just tell you, when in, in the airport experience, okay, so right. they say, okay, so you've got to line up. Uh, at, when you go through TSA, you go through, you know, well, you have to be six feet apart, you know, when you go through. Mm-hmm. But then they seat you on the airplane, and the airplanes are full. I mean, those those $1,400 stimulus checks, I think, are paying for people to fly. They're paying Families. for a lot of stuff right now, my friend. Yeah, exactly. Families and people flying all over. It, and the, the planes were crowded. The plane was both 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 ways. And, of course, you're sitting, everybody's sitting three across. I mean, mm-hmm. so there's no there's no distancing on the plane. And the, people do have masks on and everything. Um so I, I don't know. It's the same thing that's been going on for the, over a year now. Um, there's, you know, people are just sort of managing their way through it. And uh, uh, I anticipate all, I will say, all of the hospitality venues at the golf course are outdoors. You know, there's mm-hmm. no, there's no yep. sky boxes that are, that are, that are shut in. Um, everything's open, um, which I think is, it's obviously what I think all tournaments will do this year there won't be any indoor air-conditioned um corporate skyboxes with uh, with buffets and all right, that stuff sure. it's just not gonna happen you know and uh, and people are but 
but yeah, people seem to be to be managing their way through, and um, and I would say just being off, oh, just away from the golf course, the same thing is the case. So if you're indoors at a restaurant or 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 at any kind of facility, you put your mask on, and then if but you're if you're dining outdoors, you don't you don't really people don't really have masks on, you know. Just right. on the other hand, if you go to dinner here in Chicago, I was out to dinner last night. And we went into a restaurant indoors. You have a mask on, and you go to your table. You take off your mask. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's very confusing to me. I'm I'm double <laughs> vaccinated, so I don't. You right. know, well, I don't and know. And that's and that the reason I asked too is because the CDC came out. The, I think it was this week. Right. And said that if you've been vaccinated, and you're outdoors, that you don't need to wear a mask. And you know, I know, uh, speaking personally, and I'm I'm sure our golfers feel the same way when you're out on the course or when you are outdoors. And especially if you've had the vaccine, uh, that you can probably ditch the mask until you go back indoors. Uh, um, and, you know, for for our baseball, for coaching and whatever, you know, we wear them around the kids. We wear them on the bench when we're, you know, gathered as a team. We're supposed to wear them according to league rules. But when you're out in the field, you know, hitting fly balls or ground balls or whatever, I mean, it is uh, exactly what you just said. So I think yeah. the tour, though, specific to, to what we're talking about here in golf, um, the outdoor events is certainly the way to go. I think the, you know, with the, the buffets and the, you know, the indoor events like you were talking about, certainly not this year for that, but you can be creative and, and have a really nice setup uh, outdoors, uh, certainly during the summertime and certainly year round in some of these locales. Right. Yeah. It, it's just a, yeah, we're working our way through it. And I do think that the PGA tour was the first uh, league to go back Right. Um, to restart its events, and I think they they had a little uh, impe- you know they had a little slip up early where it, where they were just not quite as tied down. But then as soon as they got through that first little uh, wave of of guys who got it, then they just right. tightened it down. They tightened the testing down and everything. And now uh, they have told the players that anybody who gets uh, you know gets their vaccines and and finishes the protocol, you know you, you get your second vaccine and you wait two mm-hmm. weeks, then you're good to go. Then you do not have to be tested on site every, you know, every week. Right. So that's uh, that, and that's an incentive for the players to uh, get vaccinated. And I think most of, you know, m- many of the guys already have because they don't, mm-hmm. you know, the whole getting tested is, is a hassle. But now they're 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 running into some. Uh, vaccine resistance among some of the players that uh, that don't want to do it, and and so that I think the issue is they're they're, they're just going to have to be tested, um, just the way I think Mike, uh, you know, the re- I, I'm just reading about some of the return to, you know, concerts et cetera mm-hmm. in Chicago where right. people are going to have to either um, show that they've been vaccinated or take a test, and to prove that they're not. Um, uh, you know, that they Positive. don't have the, the yep. COVID. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, it's a mess. And now we're talking about the COVID, which I hate to. T- and that's why right. everybody and, started. That's why everybody went back to golf last year. That's right. And, because and you're I, outside and you don't have to worry <laughs> about the God darn COVID. And, and, and you know, uh, anyway, so. I don't and know. I'm sorry my question about uh, your, your travels <laughs> led us to talking more about COVID <laughs> instead of less. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but we, we, will, we will get back to the task at hand. It is, it is exciting to see people at events again, though, and that's kind of what I was going for with, uh, with the uh, attendance at the tour events. But uh, yes, the, for the, sure. other nice, the other nice thing uh, that, uh, you know, as we, as we talk about our show today, Golf Week came out with the top courses state by state, and joining us uh, next, uh, coming up at 620, 
Uh, Bill Campbell is the general manager from Ravislow Country Club uh, in Homewood. He will join us, uh, and they made the they made the list for best public courses in Illinois. We'll be excited to talk to Bill about that. Uh, coming up at 6:40, we'll talk to Tracy Raul. She'll give us an update on what's going on with the renovation uh, and uh, combination of the Jackson Park and South Shore golf courses. Uh, some lawsuits there with the Obama Presidential Center, but Tracy is the president and chair of the Jackson Park Golf Association, so she'll join us. Then at the top of the 7 o'clock hour, I mentioned Steve Burkowski. Uh, he's a reporter and an anchor for Golf Channel, covering the tour, the Corn Ferry Tour, etc. He is down at the Valspar Championship. Uh, he will talk to us uh, at 7. And then closing out the show at 7.40, uh, the Illinois PGA Teacher of the Year from Balmoral Woods, Bill Abrams, will join us. On our Swing Thoughts segments, we got a great show coming up for us, for, for you, not for us. Barry and I are here to do it for you. Um, uh, and, and a programming reminder, Barry, uh, after Inside the Clubhouse today from 11 to 2, we know it's NFL draft time. We've had Bears fever the last few days. All of us, I think, here in the Chicagoland area has. Uh, we will have a Bears draft special recap from 11 to 2 Mully, Mark Grody, Jeff Joniak, Tom Thayer, lots of Bearsy things will be happening on that show. We will talk about Justin Fields, I'm sure, and Tevin Jenkins, the uh, draft picks of the Bears. So the uh, uh, Bears draft special from 11 to 2 this morning on 670 The Score. Wow. Uh, yeah, That's going to be, be great. That's going to be great. You just do the glut sh- yourself on the Bears, man. It's unbelievable. Do do <laughs> the be Bears do the Bears finally have a quarterback for the first time in my life, Barry, as I push 50 here? Yeah. I, I don't know. Is this, well, this going to be the time? <laughs> you know, you know, I've found that uh, I, I think it sounds like he's going to be it sounds like he'll be great. But I always say, you know, don't get your hopes up. You never know. Yeah, <laughs> you and, never know. And, and I, I say that jokingly. And, uh, you know. People will immediately fire Jim McMahon at me. But I digress. He got hurt a lot. Um, <laughs> they did win the Super Bowl. He, could, um, he did. He did know where the strong safety was, which is which is one of the things that we, our guys ha- since then haven't figured out. But that's another story. Indeed. Anyway, we will get so, back to so, uh, yeah, yeah yeah we we, we will get yeah. back to golf uh, in a moment, Barry. We actually need to take a break. So we- call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We can bring in Bill Campbell, uh, and Bill will join us uh, from Ravislow uh, in a few moments here. You've got uh, 670 to score, the scorecard with Barry Cronin and Mike Esposito. Welcome back to Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. You have the scorecard presented by Chicago District Golfer Magazine. Barry Cronin, Mike Esposito with you. Uh, and we are pleased now to jump on out to the Alpamani Nissan Hotline. Alpamani Nissan is in Melrose Park on North Avenue or apnissan.com. And there we find Bob Carpenter, the general manager of Ravislow Country Club uh, down there in South Suburban Homewood. Bob, good morning. Thanks for joining us. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Sure. Good morning, Bob. Thanks so much for joining us. And we introduced you with a little Florida rock and roll from uh, Tom Petty because the PGA Tour events down in Tampa Bay. And uh, we thought we'd uh, just bring you in with that. So, Bob, uh, tell us a little bit about, uh, A, you know, congratulations on uh, on getting in the golf week's, uh, you know, best courses, best public courses you can play. And uh, and uh, you've been on that list for a while. And uh, tell us a little bit about the course. Well, we uh, we're very pleased and we're very honored to be on that list. Um, and we we kind of look at it as a, a little bit of a badge of honor. Uh, but we're also um, we like to publicize that we're the number one classic course in Illinois, a course that's built before 1960. And it's a it's a great old course. Um, we feel like uh, when you drive through the gate, it's like stepping back in time. It's uh, going back to the Great Gatsby. Um, oh, it's a very old course, 1901. It was built. It was originally nine holes and expanded into 18 and uh, had a lot of help getting it that way. But they've the members kind of finished it off from 1916 to 1920 by hiring Donald Ross. They wanted him to toughen up the course, and he he did that. He put in 200 bunkers on the course, uh, and that's wow. maybe kind of our our uh, benchmark right now. We've lowered that back down. I think we're at 109 now, but we're we're only 6,350 <laughs> yards, uh, which doesn't sound like a lot, but all the bunkers and all the trees make it a very tough course to play, but fair. Right, you know, and Bob, uh, people say, well, 6350 is not that long, but if you look at the, uh, I mean, just look at the LPGA events in in the in the in the sports agate every week, and you'll find out that that's what they're playing. I mean, they're playing 6300, you know, up to 6600, and for the average golfer, male golfer, yeah, you know, maybe they can hit it farther than the average male golfer can maybe hit it farther than the ladies. Um, but it's still a, it's still that that distance is still a pretty decent test, <laughs> especially on your short game. Yeah, it, it is, and especially with the bunkers, and they're all deep face bunkers, and uh, and it's uh, the course record is still only uh, eight under par, which uh, uh, in today's standards, you know, kind of shows that it's not a very easy course. Talking to Bob Carpenter right. from Ravislow Country Club. Uh, Bob, well, and you know what? When you mention all the bunkers, that's the first thing I'm thinking. I'm like, oh, I'd be in trouble because you, you'd, I'm imagining you you would find those pretty quickly, and it's definitely part of the, the strategy and the uh, the difficulty of the course. And I'm, I'm going to guess just based on how you just described it that this is something that, that you guys appreciate and, and uh, that uh, the players enjoy getting out there and, and testing. Yeah, they, they do, and, and, it, and in most Donald Ross 
courses, bunkers and the uh, the way the greens are sloped are are his you know kind of his standard and you know on the first hole when a lot of people are asking our starters you know what do we need to look for naturally we tell them about the bunkers but we also say stay in front of all the holes don't go beyond beyond the holes because getting up and down from there is again very very difficult right and bob of course we should mention that david essler did a nice uh, uh restoration down there a number of years ago i can't remember it's maybe been 20 years maybe 15 yeah, i don't know a, but it, it's but about I, yeah about 20 about the year uh, 2000 he did a great restoration and brought the course back to the donald ross standards dave's a great guy great architect uh and he most recently helped us out uh three years ago extending our 12th hole from a par four back into the woods into a par five option for you so we are now uh, can be either a par 70 or par 71 that's good uh yeah so, Bob, uh, just in general, how we had a big year in golf last year, obviously for the operators and everybody out enjoying the uh, the uh, the great outdoors during the COVID. Um, has that momentum from last year uh, come into this year at all? I know the weather's always you know screwy, and you never know what's going to happen in March and April in Chicago. But how, how what do you sense so far? Yeah, we we are feeling that momentum has continued. Um, we had as a lot of golf courses did a, a good year last year. We had the most rounds we've ever had, which was 27,000. But at this point last year, we had zero. And right now we're a little over 4,000 rounds already. And May and May last year, if you remember, was, was just limited most of May to two people walking every 15 minutes. So, yeah. you know, well, we, when you have government feel, experts running the golf industry, that's what happens. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, no, you're right. So we, we're off to a, a great start, and we think and hope that it continues throughout the year. Yeah, Bob, I think uh, I think at Barry and I were just talking about this in the last segment, that especially as you start to see fans come back to events and people get the vaccines and whatnot, um, that you, you may not have your indoor events-type things, like, you know, Barry mentioned uh you know, entertainment suites and buffet lines and whatnot. But you can do a lot of that outdoors, and you can be creative with, with how you entertain. But the main thing is is getting people back out to have fun, and it sounds like you guys have been doing that. We we think we have, and and uh, when you talk about outside, our, you come up the 18th hole, we have an outdoor patio and bar that overlooks the 18th hole and actually watches people come in, and uh, that's – probably the we think the greatest al fresco dining in 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 the area um bob one of the things uh, you brought you uh, last year obviously a lot of uh, new players were introduced a lot of people who had been on sabbatical from golf so to speak um for a number of years came but come back to the game um and of course there's always this debate in the industry what are we going to do to maintain this momentum once other things to do return right so uh, is there anything out there at Ravisol you're doing to, to, you know, to try to make sure people don't lose their enthusiasm for golf or get distracted and start doing things like other things other than playing golf? Not that there's anything else, but what are you, what are you doing to keep people? Well, first of all, I'd say, I have to tell you, we have an owner, uh, Dr. Claude Gendreau, that's a little bit like Walt Disney. You know, he, he has purchased this 
golf course, but it's it's a project like Walt with Disney. It's it's never going to be done. He's always making improvements. Uh, so we can continually do that. But this year we got uh, brand new Yamaha carts with GPS on them for the first time. Um, we got a new simulator upstairs that you can uh, practice your golf game, but it's also uh, you can. Use, we can use it for other things. I know my grandson goes up there and plays uh, uh, baseball, basketball, whatever else on it and enjoys it. We've uh, done a lot of uh, new landscaping, um, as, as he does every year. He's very, Our owner, again, is very green-minded. Um, but it, it's funny that you brought that question up because one of the things we get all the time is, is these people come and say, this is our first time here. We didn't know you were public, and and we've been public since 2009, but, you know, there's a curve, and I don't know the answer to the question, but how long does it take for a private course to go public and and everybody know it's public? And, uh, you know, we we think that there's not an answer that we can come up, but I think it's, as I can say from people coming in now, it certainly is longer than 10 years. (laughs) Well, yeah, and your (laughs) people, unless, yeah. People get something stuck in their head, right, uh, Bob? And and then uh, yeah. you kind of stop looking. But I know, and listen, and you're down there in Homewood, um, uh, in the south suburbs. Uh, I imagine you pull people who, who love golf, who come in from, from all around Chicagoland. Um, but certainly being on the best public courses list in Golf Week has to be a, a boost to that. Yeah, it's a, it's a huge boost, and being a Donald Ross course is a huge boost. Uh, we get a, a great population from the city of Chicago. Uh, we do, people can take the train right in and we pick them right up at the train. Nice. Yeah. Well, good. Well, good. Yeah. Well, it's great. Uh, uh, Bob, thanks so much for, for being with us and, uh, and, uh, continued good luck to you, uh, uh this year. And, uh, let's, let's keep the golf momentum going. Well, thank you very much for having me and promoting the game of golf and, we hope it it keeps rolling along. Thanks again. Thank you, Bob. That's Bob Carpenter. He's Thanks, the general Bob. manager out there at, at Ravislow Country Club in South Suburban Homewood. Uh, the uh, website, if you're looking for it, is just ravislow.com, R-A-V-I-S-O-L-O-E.com. Uh, and I love his description, Barry. And Now, uh, I would absolutely be in all of those bunkers, so that uh, was a bit intimidating for me personally. But, <laughs> but the whole stepping back in time, Great Gatsby thing—that would be cool. And and you know they've modern. You know Bob talked about some of the new uh, modern amenities that they've put in there, but uh, I think that is definitely one of the joys of of the, the game of golf and and getting out to all these different courses is seeing just the different atmospheres that they have at all of them. Well, right, and. Um... You know, uh, Ravislow was uh, was what, what they, one of what they called the five sisters. Uh, the number, the different golf courses down just right in that Homewood Flossmore area. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you have Olympia Fields where they had the U.S. Open and the BMW Championship. The really a uh, couple of big time uh, courses there. Um, all these are these were all private clubs. Flossmore uh, Country Club, which is now called Flossmore Golf Club. Um, Idlewild and uh, Calumet Country Club, which is, mm-hmm. you know, on the probably on its last legs. It's going to probably be turned into a, you know, some sort of a, 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 a transportation hub. They're going to, you know, put their pave it over so they can, you know, send uh, shipments of, of stuff all over the 
world country uh-huh. or whatever. And uh, and uh, and Ravislow, you know, was a private club, as he said. Those were just uh, spectacular clubs back when that area was more of a thriving, uh, very upscale community. People don't understand that um, really uh, Flossmore was like the, you know, was like the Lake Forest or, or Winnetka of that area and there's mm-hmm. some beautiful beautiful homes down there and everything and and it's the the you know the the uh, economics of the of our of our community you know have changed over the years for various reasons and um and but those clubs still exist and Ravislow uh get to the point where they had to go public they've got this as you, he said the great gatsby this big beautiful a uh, very gracious clubhouse um and um you know you can have events etc down there in the in a beautiful golf course so uh mm-hmm. yeah it's cool and i've got i know people that go down there all the time and play and and it's a and and we get texts some uh, texts and 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 uh, tweets uh, sometimes from people say hey why don't you talk about you know inexpensive courses well you know for 75 bucks on the weekend you can go down and play ravislow and then of course during the week um it's it's less you know you can play out there right. for 50 bucks and and it's a good value too so uh you know uh it's a uh, it's a cool place and uh it's it's great that they made this list yeah for sure no and it's a beautiful course and uh, as you mentioned unique uh certainly uh to the time and area so we appreciate bob carpenter from ravislow joining us uh we need to break Barry. when we come back we will uh, talk to Tracy Raul. She is the president and chair of the Jackson Park Golf Association. We'll find out what's going on down there at uh, the Jackson Park and South Shore Golf Courses. And uh, we will talk to Tracy next. This is the Scorecard, presented by Chicago District Golfer Magazine on Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. And we are back here on the Scorecard. Presented by Chicago District Golfer Magazine on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. Alongside Barry Cronin, I'm Mike Esposito, and we're glad to have you here every Saturday morning from 6 to 8 a.m. talking golf, talking local, talking national, talking what's going on on the tour. Uh, we we go to all fields, as they say in baseball, Barry. So we you gotta man, you gotta. Uh, yes, golf is sure. uh, golf is every golf is everywhere. Uh, Mike, you know, there's there's the real low-level golf, you know, nine holes, uh, just hacking it around somewhere. And then, of course, then you've got the big PGA Tour guys and the major championships and everything and, and everything in between. And uh, that's why it's such a cool game that... Uh, that we can play, uh, you know, I, as, as you said, I was down in Florida this week. Man, there's some old people playing golf. And oh, yeah. God, you know, g- you know, hopefully I'll be one of them someday. You know, keep you keep going until you can't play anymore. And you can play with your grandchildren. That's why it is a game of a lifetime. Hey, that's a that's a nice trite uh, phrase, but uh, but it is true. So, uh, <laughs> well, no, and it's and it's great exercise. Listen, we talked when we just talked to Bob Carpenter from Ravisloa. Uh, you talk about how many rounds people got out and played last year, and regardless of age, but certainly for our senior listeners, uh, I know it's a, a great form of exercise and staying active and getting out and getting the old body moving and. Uh, you know, working, uh, working on your game. Did, that's the one thing we know, Barry. Working on your game never ends. It doesn't matter if you're 75 and out there playing. You're probably working on something, and you're probably frustrated by by how you're playing. Well, I think if you watched Phil Mickelson and Patrick Reed play yesterday a little bit right. on TV, uh, you saw a little frustration uh, by two former Masters champions and right. a couple of the greatest uh, guys who ever played the game. So, uh, yeah. Well, we are pleased now, Barry, to uh, jump on out to the Alpamani Nissan hotline. Alpamani Nissan is in Melrose Park on North Avenue. 
or at APNissan.com. She is the president and chair of the Jackson Park Golf Association. Tracy Raul joins us now on the scorecard. Good morning, Tracy. Good morning. How are you? Great, Tracy, and thank you so much for joining us. Uh, such a pleasure uh, to have you on. And, you know, Tracy, before you were, uh, you know, president and chair of the Jackson Park Golf Association, you know, you were, you and you still are a golf mom. Uh, you've got a, a son who's playing down at uh, Prairie View uh, A&M down in Texas, uh, on a, on a, you know, playing golf down there, and you, your son Ahmad just... Uh, uh, won a little uh, first tee event down in uh, down in Florida, so congratulations on that. And I know your daughter had been a player. Can you just t- tell us real briefly uh, how your family got into golf? I, I, it's an interesting story. Yes, thank you so much for having me. And it all started with my great my aunt, their great aunt Dorothy, and Uncle Woody. They tried to get me involved in high school, but unfortunately, as a high schooler, I wasn't interested in playing golf early (laughs) in the morning. Uh (laughs) So many years later, my husband, Philip, and I, our firstborn daughter, Akila, Aunt Dorothy, Uncle Woody, introduced it to her. She took it up, loved it. Her brothers, of course, being brothers, saying, oh, no. I can beat her. So it became competitive for them early on, but then it just became a passion for them as well. And now the whole family, all five of us golf, and it's all because of Aunt Dorothy and Uncle Woody, avid golfers themselves. Yeah, it's just great. Uh, and uh, and I know you're a, a passionate believer in, 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 in getting your kids involved in the game. For various reasons. Absolutely. Uh, Golf is a sport I say can be played from toddler to elder. Uh, It's it's one of those sports that builds excellent character-building skills that can carry you on through life. Of course, everyone knows networking, deals, all of those things can happen on a golf course. And I'm thankful it's taken my family to Pebble Beach, Naples, Florida, Uh, my sons have gone all over South Carolina. It's just given us an opportunity to lead fulfilling lives around a a sport that I don't have to worry about them getting concussions from. Definitely (laughs) that. Well, maybe if you're Barry swinging your club, you you may whack yourself there, but... (laughs) Yeah, yeah. On the on the although I never follow through far enough to, get, to hit myself with the with the uh, with the club, um, you know, uh, Tracy. I, I you know one of the reasons I wanted to to mention to have you mention that is I think that uh, it it shows your passion for the game and and your your passion for this project, um, the Jackson Park. People are always asking me, hey, what's going on down at the Jackson Park? And I said, well. I think it's kind of kind of a contingent on the Obama Presidential Center being approved, et cetera. So, can you give us a little? You're close to closer to it than obviously uh, uh, I am. So, give us a little a, a thumbnail of what what's going on down there. Sure. Well, the Obama Presidential Center did have some hurdles to overcome, lawsuits uh, that were proposed by. Friends of the Park and other uh, organizations in opposition to it, which is ironic because it's 
going to be a larger park, but they've overcome a lot of those hurdles. And the golf course is commingled with the OPC. So we're looking at OPC breaking ground in the fall. And once that happens, we're hoping the dominoes will fall for the golf course. Not sure exactly how soon after, but it's definitely in the works. We are talking to Tracy Raul. She is president and chair of the Jackson Park Golf Association. She joins us on the scorecard this morning here on 670, the score. Uh, And and Tracy, we we were just talking about uh, how nice it is with golf that it's it's all areas you know the chicagoland area has a very rich golf tradition and as as chair of the jackson park golf association i imagine that is something that that you celebrate and that you like to bring out uh in uh your members absolutely i'm very thankful that we have several leagues and clubs and individuals that support our initiatives We're trying to expose more children to it through our uh, partnerships with the leagues and clubs. For example, the Bobolinks Junior Golf Club, uh, which has been in existence now for 67 years, the first tee of Greater Chicago. And with those affiliations, we know that we can grow this game. We are all passionate about it. And... I'm making a documentary to also highlight the men, the women, and the juniors that supported Jackson Park back in the 80s, even before then, actually, as far back as the 60s, and well into today, supported it, uh, kept it alive, and we want to tell their stories, their personal stories, because they're passionate about it. They're passionate about the course. They're passionate about their organization and definitely about golf. Because far too long, oh. African Americans weren't allowed really to play the, the sport. Right. Um, well, once we uh, – so first of all, yeah, I wanted to ask you uh, – Tiger Woods is the is the the course designer. I mean, I'm sure he's got some, um, you know, highly trained architects working with him. So I imagine yeah. those plans are pretty much done. Um, well, it's the TGR Design Group, uh, led by Bo Welling, and yes, they have. Champion. Talk about right, and and, um, and then the. You you could host the BMW Championship whenever they wanted to do it, if probably, and then there's what's talk about a President's Cup, so you could have pro events, and Absolutely. then but I do, you know, but I do know there's a uh, there's a contingent, you know, people that I know say, you know, maybe they shouldn't do that, maybe they should just put uh, money into the South Shore course and the existing Jackson Park course and not you know, combine them and make a big-time golf course, just leave them the way they are or let the community have it. Can you kind of explain your point of view why you think it's better to have a big-time golf course and, you know, combine the two? Well, I I think back to 2019 when the BMW was held at Medina, and that area 
when we were driving by a lot of those homes, there were people just allowing cars to park in, in their yard. It, it, it brought right. money, millions, millions of dollars to that community. And I think that the prospect of bringing a championship PGA caliber course to the south side, the south side of Chicago, which unfortunately has had some negative press. But if we bring that to the south side, I think it's a great way of revitalizing the community, getting jobs for community residents, engaging the children, having them see in their backyard their prospect for a sport that at one time they may have never considered. But this is something that, yes, you can play this game too, and you can be a part of an industry that makes billions of dollars. So I think bringing it to the south side, expanding it, is a win-win for the community and for the PGA. Right. Tracy, and, and the, I'm, well, go ahead, Mike. I'm sorry. I was just going to ask, Tracy, I'm curious because you mentioned trying to bring youngsters into the game, and I know you, you've talked about uh, expanding the game on the south side. How do you find uh, what, what, you know the, uh, the talk, and do you find that talking to your teenagers or even younger – uh, that there is enthousia- a great enthusiasm for, for getting involved in golf. I am so pleased that you, uh, last week, working with the Boba Links Junior Golf Club, Juan Espejo of Maryville Golf Academy, and Cousins Empowered Optimists, they have 40 children, 40, that have enrolled in the Boba Links Junior Golf Club and Juan Espejo is providing free golf clubs, clubs, bags to these juniors. The parents, many of them said, I think I want to start playing this game. Their interest level is now peaked because if you can't get parent involvement, a lot of times the junior will not be that interested. So if parents are as excited as I am about learning this sport, they'll keep their children engaged because they have to take them to and from all of their events. So, yes, I think this is definitely going to create more interest, more excitement, because it's in the heart of Chicago, the south side. You know, and and if Tiger, I know Tiger's uh, designing this not only to be a big championship course, he's going to have six tee boxes, you're going to have a short game area, you're going to have r- room for for the teaching of the game. I think one of the things that we don't have enough opportunity, I don't care where you are, I mean, there's private clubs on the North Shore that don't have enough room for a nice short game area so that people can actually practice the game. You know, I mean, that's mm-hmm. it's very hard to do. Um, so you, you'll you'll have a short game area and a and a and a place for the peewee golfers uh, and the juniors. Yes, and even pardon me, even some adults <laughs> I'm sure will take advantage because right. you know you always have to work on that short game. But yes, can you imagine a short game area just for juniors to to work on, develop their game, their skills, their etiquette? I mean it. It's just again a win-win. Well, Tracy, we well, let me we ask really... you one more, Tracy. Oh. Sure. 
Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I was Barry. just going to ask one more thing, if I could. The 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 price. Let's just talk a little bit about the price. How are you going to keep the price reasonable for the folks uh, in the neighborhood? Um, you know, mm-hmm. so that they're not going to feel like they've got to pay a hundred bucks around to play there. Oh, sure. That was one of the things I'm so glad that Superintendent Kelly, Mike Kelly, always said because we had dozens, dozens of meetings over the past few years. Price will be affordable, course will be playable, and it will be accessible. So I am holding him to his word on that, and I'm confident that the Park District and the management company will definitely be working with residents, Chicago residents, to keep it affordable, playable, and accessible. Well, Tracy, we uh, awesome. we look forward to all of that. Yeah, I, I definitely can't wait to see how everything turns out there and continued success uh, with your work down there uh, uh, at the Jackson Park Golf Association. Thank you for joining us this morning. Thank you so much. And hopefully you can join us for our annual Invitational, September 19th. Get Sounds a, get a, well. Oh, that would yeah. be great. Just get, get, that in, get that invitation in the mail. We're ready to go. We'll, we'll be there. Come and compete against these league clubs and be crowned Chicago's best. <laughs> very good, wow. Tracy. I'm sure wow. they would be. I'm uh, sure they'll very be very unlikely me. in my case. But we'll... <laughs> <laughs> Tracy Raul from the Jackson Park Golf Association. Uh, thank you for joining us this morning. Uh, their thank website, you. their website. If you're looking for it, uh, jpgachicago.com. Tracy, the chair uh, and uh, president and chair of the Jackson Park Golf Association. It is very interesting, and we're and we're up against the clock here, Barry. But we could talk about this uh, later in the show or at a later date about the uh, renovation and combination of those courses and the Obama Presidential Center and everything going on down there uh, on the south side. But we need to break. When we come back, we will talk to Golf Channel's Steve Burkowski. He is down there in Tampa at the Valspar Championship. We'll catch up on all things PGA Tour with Steve. When we return, it's Barry Cronin. It's Mike Esposito. It is The Scorecard, presented by Chicago District Golfer Magazine, right here on Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 